We are talking about ballparks across Wisconsin today from the major leagues down to the Northwoods, the Collegiate Summer League, which that play is about to start. Brewers are already underway. Some of the other teams are too. It's baseball season. Busy, busy time we're heading into, even though it's been kind of a chilly spring so far. We're going to be looking forward <laughs> to those summer days and summer nights. Uh, I'm Eric Paulson. I'm Anna Elise Beckman. I'm Josh Osterman. And, and I'm Logan Ingram. All right. Now that we're all here and gathered today, Anna, you said you had a joke. Yeah. Did you guys hear the joke about the pop fly? No. Forget it. It's way over your head. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. Where's the rim shot? Yeah. What the heck? Uh, nope. <laughs> so, Susan. Nope. <laughs> yeah. All right. I got it. <laughs> I hope you leave that all in. <laughs> yeah. we, got, we got everything slightly so outdated organized on right now. Over there. Yes. Uh, before we go into all of the individual teams, I will share one story that you can watch on Discover Wisconsin sometime if you want. Uh, there is a team called the Kenosha Kingfish in the Northwoods League, mm. and we'll talk about historic Simmons Field during the podcast. But uh, it was a very memorable uh, scene to shoot on our episode about Kenosha because we went to the Kingfish game. And we're filming there, showing the families having a good time, the baseball players playing. So they decided to get me involved. And you know how in between (laughs) innings, sometimes they do little games and things? Yeah, yeah. Well, no. They... Sometimes they put you in this giant inflatable ball that surrounds you. ask if you were in some kind of costume. Yes. Would that be a costume? Mm. Uh, Were you defined as a ball that day? (laughs) For a few minutes, yeah. Yeah, then a costume. So they took me and this 15-year-old kid, this lanky little 15-year-old kid. They put him in one of those giant inflatable baseball things and then me in one of them. And it's one of those things. It's clear, right? It's so clear. see it? Okay. Yep. So it just surrounds you and you're supposed to run the bases. So one of you start, <laughs> you both start at home base. One of you goes rounds first towards second. The other goes towards third and round second and whoever can. Oh, boy. And you're supposed to bump around second base, right, and try and interfere with each other. And then you finish rounding the bases clockwise and counterclockwise. So the 15-year-old kid said, I'm going to smoke you. That's what he says right? to you before? Yeah, he gave me a little, Is he already in his inflatable suit? He gave me a little sass. <laughs> All right, so he's chirping, yeah? And right. I look at him. I'm like, I think the law of physics says otherwise, kid. So we take off, right? And they're like, oh, here's so-and-so from Kenosha. And here's Eric from Discover Wisconsin. And everybody's like, hey, or whatever. And so (laughs) I'm going towards first, towards second. He goes third, towards second. And so he comes right at me. And I'm going right at him, and I'm like, this is not a fair fight. But I went right at him, and I actually held up and just kind of held my arms with (laughs) with the ball. to, And he hits me off off the ground tilts back and lands like his feet are at about a are at an angle towards my face um, he falls over that <laughs> like his head's by the ground did you guys have to sign waivers in and order i'm to watching do this? this i don't recall that but all i know is i got him i didn't even try that hard oh uh, listen he, to him he didn't even hit him he went over eric's like I'm oh i hit him but i didn't charge into him with all my weight yeah okay. right and he tipped over so far where his feet were in the air. When he hit the ground, I heard the crowd in the stands go, oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. Did you finish the race? This might be where my career ends. Eric's you know? got a beer in one hand and just looks back and yeah. continues on. So, yeah, beer in one hand, cigarette in my mouth. Eh, shouldn't have taken me out, <laughs> kid. So anyway, so he, they help him. I made sure he was all right. And then, of course, my microphone uh, pack is dragging now because I lost that yeah. rounding the bases. <laughs> 
And so I take off to third because I saw he was fine. So he comes running around the other side. So when I get to home base, he's running at me full speed. You could tell he was ticked. (laughs) And I just let him, I let him nail me and I stumbled backwards and fell and the crowd cheered at my demise. So these are the kind of activities you can have at the minor league baseball games. But the thing is, (laughs) afterwards, our producer, whose name was uh, Ian, remember him? At the time, Ein. He, yeah, Ein. Huh. Did you? I don't know if you had a chance to work. With I him. never overlapped. He no. took that little clip and like put action adventure like sound effects to it. Oh and it... my gosh, it's like a video game. <laughs> yeah, and there was like an explosion when I hit wow. him, and he went back in slow motion. It looks pretty have cool. That? I That's have a copy phenomenal. of it. <laughs> so, we must. Yeah, I'm I'll, sure it's somewhere on our server. I'll show it to you. Maybe we'll post it on this podcast oh, thing. Anyway, long a, story short, quick question on that though: Was the kid as tall or taller than you at 15? Uh, close. Okay. Well so then, maybe he had a chance. Th- th- that's fair then, because if he's going to chirp and he's roughly your size, height-wise, yeah, fair I, game. I'm 5'10". Yeah, he was probably 5'8". Eric five, was eight. clearly more confident. I think that's what it comes down to. He's like... He, Look, he was pretty okay. lanky. I had at least 80 pounds on him, It's if It's not a life more. lesson. Yeah. It is. Wow. It is. So. Yeah, there's a message to be heard in there. So anyway, there's a lot of fun to be had at the ballparks, and we'll be going over (laughs) that and more in this episode of The Cabin. Cabin is brought to you by the Wisconsin Counties Association, and this week we're featuring Langlade County, which was named for Charles, or maybe Shawl, de Langlade. Formed in 1879, it was initially called New County. How creative. Hmm. Yeah, it originally extended north to the UP border, but when Forest County was created in 1885, Langlade's current borders became fixed. County seat is Antigo, a city aglow with neon. Did you know it's like the neon capital, neon sign capital yeah, of the country? Yeah, I saw that in your notes and I was very impressed. It, well, we did a show on Antigo yep. showing that off. We went to the hmm. Zeon, uh, neon sign factory, which is awesome. Yeah, isn't it blown glass too? Or is, how do they do Everything it? Everything is handmade. Yeah, they, wow. they have to heat. They have all these glass tubes. They have to hand heat them and bend them. They have all these wood patterns that they put the glass in. It's fascinating yeah, to I've watch. Yeah, I've seen somebody do it once, but it's incredible that that's actually how neon yeah, signs are made. It's still very labor intensive. Mm-hmm. And a lot of skilled people work in those factories. Building, I loved seeing that. And then they have all these neon signs on the walls all the way around. And it's amazing. That's I was, really cool. We actually did a little spoof where I looked like, I know this is going old school, but the old TV show That Girl, Marlo Thomas. We're <laughs> talking, girl. we're going late 60s. I know new girl. Oh. We're going late 60s here. Marlo Thomas running down Broadway, like looking at all the lights of Broadway so excited. I did a spoof <laughs> of that. Our That's producer, our oh, producer at the time, Matt Edgar, out. knew that show, and he's like, oh, I'm that, totally doing that. Was that was Matt's? Yeah. That's fun. To this day, I don't know if we violated a trademark on it or anything, <laughs> but I tagged Marlo Thomas in the post about it. That's she didn't funny. say anything. So um, anyway, so Antigo. That, I feel like that would be signs. cool if there was like a brewery attached to it with all the... I would, should, Antigo needs a brewery. They should attach there's, it to There's that. room for that. Their downtown is actually redeveloping very impressively. Yes, mm. it looks very nice. It really does. And they have a downtown park now that has a bunch of neon signs in it that are on these high posts. That's and you can, fun. So the, at night, it's a gorgeous park that's just all aglow. And yeah, a lot, a lot more restaurants and shops and stuff are opening in Antigo. So a lot of neat things going on there. Uh, the Antigo Silt Loam is the state soil of Wisconsin, renowned for its fertility. And along with Antigo, Lang Lake County has uh, the historic village of White Lake, which we also filmed at, the cool old train depot and everything. And then places like Elko, Elton, not Elton John, just Elton, Polar, Summit Lake, Kempster, Flax, Lily, and more. Uh, Highway 55 is a beautiful drive along the Wolf River through Lang Lake County. And the county bills itself as the county of trails. 
tons of them crisscross the county from ATV and snowmobile to biking, hiking, snowshoe trails, literally hundreds of miles in this county alone. Uh, and it's all laid out and monitored with a real-time app you can download. Um, LangLakeCounty.org. That's actually you, pretty cool. You yeah. all filmed there on a snowmobiling trip, right? When yes, you were we taking did. snowmobile trails, twenty-two and below. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, you. Oh. that was a cold one. That was a, I, actually when we snowshoed, it was thirty-nine below wind chill. Nuh-uh. And yeah, we were in and out of there pretty quick. Poor Teddy, man, he didn't wear gloves. <gasps> oh my god! While he's doing and the he's camera. Cold. Oh no! And I'm like, we got to stop this before your fingers turn black. You yeah, know, like frostbite, fall off kind of stuff. But, wow, um, he's such a trooper. He is. But we had a great we had a great time skiing, too, at Kettle Bowl, which is wow. a nice little ski hill that offers five runs. They expanded their terrain park recently. That's uh, off Highway 52 in northeastern Langlade. So, I mean, it's a great place for winter recreation, even when it gets that cold. Mm-hmm. We still had a heck of a lot of fun. And uh, they also, Anago is home to the Midwest Collegiate Hockey Association. And in the summer, the Langlade County Speedway and the Anago Lions Roaring Raceway, they have great events like the Amsoil Anago Off-Road Nationals, which we filmed at, too. That was a lot of fun. Well, the uh, cabin is also brought to you by the WCA Group Health Trust, serving local governments and school districts. The WCA Group Health Trust partners closely with members to fulfill their employee health benefit obligations in a fiscally responsible manner. Learn more at WCAGHT.org. All right, let's heat things up in the ballpark. Or is it it's getting warm sizzling hot dogs? Uh, right? Oh, or brats. Or brats. What do you guys on that Johnson? Do you like grill. a good tailgate? Like, let's, let's, I mean, I think we're going to be talking about all the ballparks in the mm-hmm. state. Yeah. But when you go to American Family Field, do you park? Where do you where do you park? Do you park in the main park? I don't park. Lots? I go with friends who park. I see the thing That's is smart because Eric's probably going to have some beers and yep, we like to promote true. safe it's traveling. True. Tailgating's fun. I don't like the logistics of tailgating sometimes because they're setting up tables and grills and bo- the, the the logistics around setting up the smorgasbord. Yeah. Is just crazy. There should be a company for that, you guys. There, there are plenty. Of oh, there are services yeah. that will do it oh, for I need you. To, yeah. Need to get in on that then. Yeah, a little late on that. <laughs> it is. That's what I said. I don't know if it originated in Milwaukee, but it's one of the main centers of tailgating historically. Well, well if you, you know, I've had an opportunity to go to many of the ballparks across the country. I think what Wisconsin really does well, and they do it at Lambeau, and Lambeau doesn't have. They have the main parking lot, but then like there's there's tailgates in people's yards there's tailgates mm-hmm. at all the bars and whatnot so there's always something to do um but if let's take you know uh the rockies for instance you go out to coors field there isn't a, really any place to park near oh, so the, the middle of downtown Denver, middle of downtown. yeah they don't and so i think there's a garage structure right yeah, yeah. And, and so it is all um bars across the street from the from the stadium so i mean that has its own fun but uh, Miller, well, I don't want to say Miller Park, but American Family Field, um, having as as vast a parking lot as they have where they can fit a large portion of the, the audience that's going to be inside there to tailgate, it just allows an opportunity to, to do it. It's like a football stadium um, parking lot in a baseball stadium. And so it, it's it's really fun. Yeah, it's kind of the opposite of Wrigley. Mm-hmm. Because that's smack to have in the middle of the neighborhood. People get off the L to go to those games right. and and yeah, Milwaukee's, and th- that's one of the reasons when they were looking to replace County Stadium, one of the reasons they stayed in that spot was it's right off main highways and there was a ton of parking. They wanted the revenue, of course. Right. But they could also claim, well, we want to preserve the tailgating tradition. Right. But yeah, the biggest uh, baseball park in Wisconsin is obviously American Family Field, which opened as Miller Park in 2001, replacing the original County Stadium. 
do you have fond memories of County Stadium? Yeah, I do. Did it's, you go there a lot when you were a kid, Eric? Um, well, I grew up. I grew up in like. We left this area when I was six, and I grew up in Chicago and Detroit right. and mm-hmm. Dallas. Uh, so once in a while, when we come back, because our main family base was always here, uh, I'd go to a Brewers game once in a while. I went there a lot when I came back here in the '90s before they built mm. uh, what at the time was Miller Park. And County Stadium is—it's so old school. It was built in the early '50s mm-hmm. to replace what was the previous place they all played was Borchard Field, which you now drive right over the old site of when you're on I-43 north of downtown. <laughs> uh, that was one of those old ballparks that fit inside a city block, like the Polo Grounds in New yeah. York. That's crazy. And stuff like that. So Borcher Field was built in 1888. Wow. Babe Ruth played there <laughs> and wow. all that. So, um, in fact, Bob Uecker, did he play there? He went to games there, I know, as a kid. The so. um, I used to chirp. And the bleachers of County Stadium were... Like nothing else. I mean, it's just the oh, that was a uh, raucous time. It was wild. I was going to ask if you guys could describe this place (laughs) because I have not seen the movie Major League. So So, you haven't? No. Okay. If you you do see Major League, that's they filmed all of the ballpark, the inside ballpark scenes at County Stadium. So you can get a good look at it. But yeah, the bleachers, by the way, you know, American Family Field and a lot of ballparks, you can go all the way around the park, right? Mm. And access all parts of it. Uh, In County Stadium, you had the permanent seats, you know, which was one section. The bleachers were completely different. You could not access one from the other. Oh, really? You had to go in the separate entrances and sit in the bleachers. And that's where people just pounded nickel beers and went crazy. And and the tickets were a little bit less expensive in uh-huh. the bleachers so young josh and his family used to go to the bleachers and <laughs> oh, then man. it was not family friendly in the bleachers and it like i was chirping at albert bell uh when he was with i think it was uh the cleveland right? you know with well he was with cleveland oh okay. i think at the time and i was i was chirping him pretty good but you know um <laughs> it just it, seeing just... seeing a game at county stadium was was great when they built uh miller park it was this it just it was so new and it was so fresh and now that it's um, American Family Field and the thing is how old is it now? Well, 20, it's 22 one? years old. Opening Oh yeah, 22. Yeah. American Family Field? Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't feel like that. But the, what's great about being inside is the sight lines. I mean, you can just you can grab something. It's kind of like Pfizer form too. Like the yeah. the design of it, you can be inside, you can have um in the concession area and you can still see the field. Uh, like all the different sight lines are, are just beautiful. Yeah, you can walk all the way around that stadium on the uh, terrace. Oh, I guess it's the loge level, actually. You can walk all the mm. way around. And yeah, outfield, infield, whatever. But almost the whole time you're walking around it, you can look out and see what's going That's on in nice. the field. That's a really good feature. And then you have to pass the, the popcorn wagon. There's always a lady in there making popcorn, and it smells so good mm, all the time. My favorite parts of the all that and the hot smells dogs. out on purpose. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And yeah, the, there's a really cool kids play area there too. They really, one of the differences, county, an old school park like County Stadium was designed, you go in, you watch the baseball game and you leave. Mm-hmm. And this is true for so many stadiums and so many sports back then versus now. Now they're designed to be destinations where you can do all kinds of stuff right. along with the game. And if you bring kids and they want to walk around or they don't want to sit in their seats very long, because kids don't, kids don't want to sit in seats for nine innings right as it turns out even when you spend as nice money as a on a ticket to be three rows off um third baseline 
the kid just didn't want to sit and watch the game. He was bored. Well, so. that is one thing I will say that I love about a lot of people say I hate watching baseball. It's so boring. But I think I mean, I don't find baseball boring. I think it is kind of a fun sport to watch. But I think one of the coolest things about baseball, especially minor league baseball and a lot of these, you know, places who have really had a long time with, you know, how long their fields have been around. Um, they kind of have this like nostalgic feel to them. Mm-hmm. But not only that, they always have these fun typically very kooky type of entertainment Mm -hmm. um and you can just expect that now and i think it's a very fun part of the whole baseball experience yes i think one of the big things too like you know milwaukee is a wisconsin team so as we talk about some of these these um the the minor league teams that we have Mm -hmm. like in wausau or eau claire you know i'm i'm not gonna they might draw somebody from superior to go to a an eau claire game but they're not, but you are going to draw people from Superior, Eau Claire, Rhinelander, Wausau, La Crosse. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be coming from outside of the the Milwaukee County area to go to go to Brewers games. And before, when we would do that with County Stadium, because we would come down from way up north, and if the weather was bad and they canceled the game, then you're out of luck, and you just drove four or five hours to get there. Now with the retractable roof, yeah, it's and... been such a, a a great thing to continue to bring in fans every single game because you know that you're going to have a game. Yeah, that's one of the things, and it was the first thing I noted, but it's one of the last things we're mentioning here about the about American Family Field is it has roof. a retractable roof. Yeah, and when crazy. they when they knew they had to replace County Stadium, they said we have to put a roof on because our springs are rather cold. I mean, April's not, it's not a regularly 75 degree month. Mm-hmm. And even they weren't thinking postseason back then because the Brewers didn't make it very often. But we've had games into October at times. Mm -hmm. And that starts getting a little cool, too. And for storms and rain and like you were mentioning and even snow, we've had Brewers games get snowed out before. Yeah. And so to have that roof was incredibly important. So people could come down from Rhineland or Green Bay, Eau Claire and know that a game will be played. So it has North America's only fan shaped convertible roof. The, the retractable roof can open and close in less than 10 minutes, and there's all these large panes of glass. So there's a lot of sunlight, that natural sunlight that can hit the grass. And so they're able to really take good care of it year-round. Uh, its capacity, American Family Field's about 44,000, which is actually less than county stadiums. Mm. But with the luxury boxes and all the opportunities for revenue, it does a lot better for the team. Big mascot is Bernie Brewer. There's yep. Lederhosen. And so... <laughs> At County Stadium, he used to slide, when, when the Brewers would hit a home run, he would slide down into a gigantic uh, stein of beer. Yeah. It was glorious. <laughs> and when they opened American, well, they got rid of that. when they opened Miller Park, now he just slides onto a platform, which right. that told, ugh, I was they, so annoyed by that. I'm surprised they didn't just find something. I'm assuming they did that because they didn't want to advertise the idea of drinking or was was that it? Well, supposedly, yeah. And so I'm sitting here going, okay, first of all, the team name is the Brewers. So unless you're talking team, right. everybody knows what that means. But I will challenge the Brewers. And anybody who like said, oh, we must do that for the children or whatever they were saying, I challenge them to find <laughs> one person who either didn't drink or who drinks less now because they made that change. Oh, I'll, bet that passionate. I'll bet that's made no Eric, Eric fired is fired very pa- I know. I, I, I saw it in the notes that he was I writing want that how fired back. up he was. There's a lot of exclamation points. But yeah. I will say it's a bummer that they have him just on a platform. There's a lot of opportunities with that. He could be sliding into anything. 
Yeah, he could. And right? the, I mean, they have the going, uh, get up, get up, get out of here, gone there. sign. And it's very cool because the slide's this huge twisty slide now. It used to be a straight slide. Oh, yeah. Now it twists. And I've slid down that slide. Well, I was going to ask if anybody has, has taken that. I would be freaked out. It is. And I, I actually I have, phone, down it? I have phone video of it. Really? When you're standing on the top platform where the slide begins. It's like the top of the stadium. You are way up high. And is there's no. scary? It's, it's, it's pretty scary. Because, you know, the slide has those lips that go up. You know, it's kind of like a half pipe kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, below it, it, there's people, but they're, you know, they're maybe 80 to 100 feet down. (laughs) It's a long way down there. And when you slide down that slide, you kind of, you angle, (laughs) you you bank on that curve. (laughs) So does the public get to ride this at all? No. No. I got got to do it through through my media things or whatever so i got to i got to do that and i got to the bottom and then you just yeah you end up on a platform then you can stand you're on a like a potato sack thing well once you got on it it was fun but it's like it's maybe six seconds on the slide yeah Yeah, i wouldn't i would not be able to go down that slide because they've put gopros on bernie before Uh and when he's coming down and he starts (laughs) to do the bank even just to slightly turn your body even though you you might have two feet to like oh no problem you got two feet of movement even if you move one inch i would feel like well i'm going over and so it's done it, it feels like you will it's crazy really? and actually, when you're on it it feels like you're gonna fly off the side it, well you, it's in your mind Ooh. so and actually this past year uh when the dodgers were in town one of the tv announcers you know they had the two guys in the booth calling the game for the dodgers against the brewers and then they're kind of man on the street guy who'd go around the stadium he went down the slide and he wow. went, he picked up so much speed, he awkwardly slid like he's crashed into the wall at the bottom and broke his arm. Oh, <laughs> really? And yeah, and so they went, they, they went back to him on the field. And he's got his arm in his sling and his, uh. he's holding the microphone with the other. He's like, hey guys, I'm all right. And they just made merciless wow. fun of him. But Bernie, Bernie Brewer does it all the time. All the time. He knows how to do it. So now maybe you're better off on the ground. One more thing about American Family Field before we move to all these other ballparks. Mm-hmm. Famous for the sausage race, mm-hmm. which started in County oh, yeah. Stadium back in the day. Basically, five forms of running meat compete in a running race in the middle of the sixth inning. You have the brat, an Italian sausage, a Polish sausage, a hot dog, and a chorizo that battle it out while people make possibly legal wagers. Mm-hmm. So American Family Field, you know, great, great place to watch a game. Still one of the highest rated ballparks in the majors. I can't believe the ballpark's over 20 years old. So we moved on from Milwaukee. Let's go to Milwaukee or Wisconsin has two minor league teams in the system of Major League Baseball. First is in Appleton with the high A Wisconsin Timber Rattlers, mm-hmm. who are affiliates of the Brewers. And they play at... Get ready. Neuroscience Group Field at Fox City Stadium. Yes. <laughs> they're actually, cool, though, actually. They're doing a bunch of renovations there. What What are they doing? Uh, I don't know the specific renovations right now, but I know that ballpark opened in the mid-90s. It's about when the Timber Rattlers started because they were the Appleton Foxes mm. for a long time. Uh, they rebranded as the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers. They got a new mascot called Fang. It was a snake with these big fangs, and he looked fearsome. I became a fan immediately. And I have not verified this, but I do believe that was either the first place or an early ballpark where they used those hot dog launchers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so Shermake, um, that's, you know, I'd be, I... I found Shermake through the Timber Rattlers. Um, oh, you so did? That, okay. Yeah. Um, but and they're the, based in Manitowoc. Yeah, and they have the, the Bratzuka or whatever it is. <laughs> and 
They, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I forgot. Do they sell these like on Amazon? Can I go get one? Yeah, I mean, it's like you can. There's a uh, business in Milwaukee that actually rents out across the country, like T-shirt cannons, and they're just big air guns. Really. Yeah. I mean, you can essentially you can shoot a brat or a hot dog into the crowd. Yeah, you just have to if, wrap it properly. Correct. <laughs> you have to wrap it correctly. You can't because, be bare. No, I mean it's it, it comes it comes with like ketchup and mustard and it's Imagine got the bun just and it's having a hot dog being thrown at you. It'd be odd. I, I like can't memes like that. My, uh, he a, he Did he do knack. that to you, Logan? Oh yeah, he he used to like smack me with pancakes and <laughs> what? And, uh, and like that's an it, episode in yeah. itself in a loving I've, way <laughs> or like yeah, 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 yeah. okay. I've, Good I've morning. Been, it's time to wake up, son. <laughs> I've been I've been uh. I've been hit with many a hot dog, many a brat, because I was not paying attention. What? <laughs> wow. I'm hoping this is like in the context of, I don't, I don't, I don't even know when it's that would bad. be good. It's but not bad. This was your dad. Friendly or yeah. loving at least. Okay. So when that cheese challenge happened where they were throwing American cheese slices on babies and cats' heads. That was, a, that was a TikTok thing a yeah. couple years ago, remember? Is that specifically yeah, Wisconsin? We, did he have you do, over just so he could do that? No. Okay. Do we have a screeching halt button on there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh but the bottom line is you're not supposed to throw food at the ballpark but they will launch a hot dog your way yeah it is it, pretty sure it's illegal to have food fight anyway yeah i've i've actually witnessed um one of those explode and then really? i mean it is a problem because if they if they did put ketchup and mustard on it because some uh, of the I some suppose, of the teams yeah. will do that and some other ones have learned their lesson and they just <laughs> they just have it in a bun and they wrap it up really well and so then if uh, it lands then the person has to go up to the concession stand anyway and well they'll want to dress right. it the way they want to dress it correct so but yeah so do they still do this fire launch the yeah yeah oh fun yeah that's great so and and actually uh this fox city stadium they have the sky boxes there we won uh we we won one in a raffle like a, uh, we bid on it and we got like a nice spread. They have great food there mm. and a beautiful view of the ballpark and everything. It's a wonderful place to watch a game. That's fun. Yeah. And if you're ever driving past Appleton and I 41, you see it. It's right there just north yep. of Fox River Mall. So well, it's really easy to get to. I read that you can bring your dog for free on certain dates too. Yep. Certain promotional kind of fun, days. So yeah. I know that's a big thing too. Mm -hmm. That is fun. I think it's a, is it Wednesday nights? Um, Wednesday nights they have, um, it's like Wednesday during the day they have seniors, 55 and plus. There you go. <laughs> oh, for <laughs> bring your coupon. Bring your coupon and your glasses. Um, but you can get a box seat, ticket, souvenir item, beverage, and a broader hot dog for 25 bucks. And then, so that's, I think, the Wednesday thing. And then on select days, I think there's like five or six in the summer. You can bring your dog. They, uh, but the, yeah, these minor league teams, they do a lot of really creative promotions and some of which we'll get into with that too. But yeah, if you get a chance to go to Neuroscience Group Field at Fox City Stadium, it is a terrific place to spend a, a day or an evening at the ball game. And there's a lot of great stuff right around there in Grand Chute and in Appleton to, to go to before and after. Yeah, Appleton's a fun area. It is very vibrant over there. So now the other minor league team in Wisconsin is the Beloit Skycarp. Mm -hmm. Now, they used to be the Beloit Snappers, and they played in this older stadium on the northeast side of town, which uh, it had its old school charms. But this new place is beautiful. Unreal. Really? It is, it's the southernmost stadium in Wisconsin, and I'm, I'm saying that because Illinois is across the street. It's That's literally on the, the state line road. 
Do you do a lot of people from Illinois come up to the games? Well, if you're in the Rockford or South Beloit area, probably. I think yeah. Rockford has its own team. But uh, yeah, I mean, the Beloit area, I mean, South Beloit's kind of a suburb, Rockton right. maybe. Um, yeah, they'll come up there. And But it's, so close. But it's really, it's Rock County's team, Beloit, Janesville, et cetera. And uh, so the Sky Carp got renamed a couple of years ago, and ABC Supply Stadium opened just last year. Mm. And uh, that was part of uh, part of the Hendricks development stuff. And I think they call it the Riverbend District now. That's kind of an emerging district in Beloit, which had seen some rough times. And boy, that's just part of Beloit's really impressive comeback. So what makes the stadium so beautiful? Well, it was it was brand new when they um, so they, it's got all like the charms of a major league ballpark. Mm. They did not spare any expenses on this i mean it is um, they invested nicely yes. i mean it's the the sight lines i mean you walk into that i mean it's got the brick facade like you would see at That's coors cool. field or american family i mean it's it looks high end and yeah. then you go in there and they're a high a affiliate of the of the marlins and they have it's just all the sight lines are good the suites are good the food is delicious um they got a great video board i mean there's it, it puts you into like a mini Major League Park. That's cool. I mean, they they just have really done a good job. Plus, their interactions with the fans is is great. Um, there, I think they have movie night, then they'll have fireworks and whatnot. So we filmed in Beloit last year, and we were at Hotel Goodwin up on the rooftop oh, bar. Nice. And we were able to to capture the fireworks after one of the games. Um, you know, like I I think it was hostless. Sorry, Eric. Um, but it was, we did, we did, we had the camera going back. And so we were able to capture people watching the fireworks with the drink in their hand from, from Hotel Goodwin. That's, it was, it was really beautiful. Cool. It's, it, that whole district is absolutely, um, a phenomenal place to go. And you, you know, it's, I would still say it's a hidden gem. I think Beloit mm. has been doing a really good job of marketing what it's become. And it's still one of these things when people go there for the first time, they're blown away. Yeah. Well, when you said it opened just last year, is that this one or was that? Mm, two that years was... ago. Okay. Did it open in 2021? I'm getting my years mixed up. I mean, I, I saw it for the first time last year. Okay. I didn't go to a I didn't get a chance to go to a game, but we stood outside of it. It's new. Yeah. When it was like empty, but we're just marveling at it. Right. Wow. Looking through the fence. Because you can see most of it just when you're standing outside of it. Mm-hmm. And boy, is it impressive. Mm. Yep. Very high end. Well, I do think it's funny because I have never been there, but I was reading about the mascot and its name is Poopsie. (laughs) And and (laughs) it is a sky carp, which I found interesting. I was stumbled upon what sky carp meant. And it's apparently the geese that don't go down south for the winter. It's the ones that stick around. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's got, you know, it's got a little, I think it's red scarf or blue scarf or whatever it is, the mascot. Um, But apparently it was named by the fans, which is kind of fun. And there was over a thousand submissions and they came up with the name Poopsie. So I am kind of a little bit blown away because I didn't know the stadium was so beautiful. Again, I've never been there, but the fact that the contrast between the name of this mascot and the the look of the stadium is that's pretty hilarious. Well, I don't I don't know the um, all the details for this upcoming summer if this is going to be a regular thing, but they've had movie nights um, on their video board that, yeah. where the mm-hmm. kids can go out that's and sit so on the cool. field and and watch. And I thought they had, um, oh, I mean, like a figure skating rink during the winter time, mm. but I don't know. I, I think, but I will go back. I'll jump back quick um, to American Family Field. I'm going this summer to a George Strait Chris Stapleton concert at. The ballpark. So a lot of these these ballparks can be utilized for other things. Like oh yeah, they're more than just great baseball. Because great well, concerts. Why wouldn't you? I mean, it's a huge <laughs> event venue essentially when it's right. not used as a baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is you know event space right now is. 
And that's valuable revenue for all of these teams and all of these cities and everything. So certainly works for Beloit and Appleton and Milwaukee and even for these other ballparks. uh, And there's two other pro teams in the state. And we'll move on to those. The American Association of Professional Baseball. And that's where the Brewers were like in the 1920s, a different Milwaukee Brewers team. Mm. Um, But there's two and they're both in southeastern Wisconsin. One's in Franklin. They play at Franklin Field, and it's the Milwaukee Milkman. I love that. Yeah. Where I they promise you an utterly good time. I love everything about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It just it feels so wholesome to me. <laughs> it just well, does. <laughs> and it, it's a cool stadium, and it's part of a complex called The Rock, which is centered around a, a ski hill. Mm. Um, which is called uh, the Rock Ski Hill now, uh, and Franklin Field, so you can ski, snowboard, and tube on that hill in the wintertime. And in the summer, actually, the parking lot for Franklin Field is, if there's not a game, most nights they'll do a, a drive-in. Oh, that's Drive-in fun. movies. That's really cool. And they call it the Milky Way Drive-In. So it can be used for Tell all me, that. I love everything there's, about there's some smaller, uh, you know, ball fields and other things like that. There's a ton of recreational activity going on there all the time. But at Franklin Field, which has a capacity of about 4,000 people, uh, the the Milkmen play their games. UW Milwaukee Panthers baseball team plays there too. They have a, a beer garden, the Lenny's Hop Yard. They have a, a Lux Golf, hmm. so you can swing the wrenches there when there's no games going on. And so it's it, that's part of a larger complex. Of recreational opportunity and so there's always something going yeah, on a lot down of activities there. and mm-hmm. it, cool too that after the games the kids can run the bases yeah a lot that's of places of let you do that I, yeah i always think that's fun love 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 that and plus you mm-hmm. get get that extra energy out of them yeah well i think kids remember that for the rest of their lives you know oh, absolutely oh, yeah. the um, other the other newer one or did you have something else about Franklin? well i was Field? just gonna say one other thing was i read that um Afterwards, you can head over to The Point and you can get a free uh, tap beer or an app with your ticket, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is kind of cool. So A lot of bars will perk. do that with you when you bring your ticket over. Mm-hmm. Uh, the newest team and the newest park is in Oconomowoc. This is a beautiful park. It is. I live right near it now. Mm-hmm. And it's called Wisconsin Brewing Company Park. And it's the home of the Lake Country Dockhounds, which is the most recent addition to the American Association of Professional Baseball. They just started last year, and I actually went to their first game. Now, the stadium, uh, it's right along I-94 at Highway 67. Officially, its capacity is 3,461. The night we went there on opening night, they hit 39.99. Wow. One more person, they would have gotten 4,000. Uh, but it was just an absolutely dynamite place to watch a game. They have a five-barrel brewery there, which Wisconsin Brewing Company has, and they actually use that place to test new products. But yeah, they they're using part of the sponsorship is its market research yeah, form. That's really cool. So it is and very smart. Cool. And they have a couple of sky boxes too. They have a really cool outdoor viewing area that's up high. That's right behind home plate. And uh, so it's I'm looking forward to going to more games there this summer. And it's it's a lot of fun. And they do play. I mean, the first game we played it was the Lake Country Dockhounds, right? Waukesha County, Wisconsin, yep. against Winnipeg. Mm. Oh, the team a... was down from Winnipeg, <laughs> and there's a team in Cleburne, Texas, and wow. so it's a it's the spread of the teams geographically is huge. I gotta That's look awesome. at I gotta look at this league and see where they're all coming from. It's a very interesting league, and some of the players you watch, just like in the Northwoods League, we're going to talk about, will end up in the majors someday. So, are the are there milkmen and the dockhounds in the same league? Yeah. They're, they're becoming rivals. So who are you rooting for when you go to a game? Well, I got to go for the Dockhounds now. I suppose. I'm a super fan Oconomowoc, over there. Yeah. But what about before you moved to Oconomowoc? I was, I was, well, I'm focused on the Brewers. I wasn't 
paying too much attention to the milkman. I liked having them there, but I never went to a game. Fair enough. Doc Hounds, I'll go. So it's a great time. Now let's uh, get through some of the other ballparks here because most of them are in the Northwoods League, which is the Collegiate Summer Baseball League. It's a really fun league. It and there's is. what, 22 teams in total? Something like and that. Like nine of them are in Wisconsin. Yeah, there. It's kind of a Midwest regional thing. Yeah, it's it's Minnesota, cool. the Dakotas, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. Illinois, Michigan. I think. Yeah, Michigan. So, uh, but a lot of the teams are in Wisconsin, and we're kind of just going in order, really, of the cities where they're located. That's how I've listed them here. Uh, so we got to give a shout out to Carson Park, which is where the Eau Claire Express play. Yep. Um, I'm an Eau Claire. Blue gold. Yeah, what do you have to say That's about right. this, Josh? It, it is a very fun. Uh, that all of Carson Park is just a r- really fun thing to to go to. They have really cool trails. They have Half Moon Lake. <laughs> they have a little train. Yeah, I mean yeah. they have a little ice cream place you can go. A little museum. I mean oh, it's I love that. Uh, Carson Park is is uh, it truly a gem of the Eau Claire community. I think it's one of the best city parks in the country. It so really it is. is. When yeah. you're when you were a college student, did you frequent this place, or is it a place that you don't really Carson discover Park? until after college? Well, Carson Park is where okay, that's where the football stadium is. Um, then they the baseball stadium is is right next to it, and you can go there and you can do all this stuff. You can do you, like I said, hiking mm-hmm. and all that stuff. In the summertime, and I think I mentioned this in the last baseball one that we did, you'd go to Ray's and get a hot beef, which you by love the way, that Ray's which hot by the way, <laughs> when we went and we filmed a pod or filmed, we recorded a podcast up there. <laughs> I took you guys to Ray's. Yes, he he did take us good. to Ray's, and, and it was it was fantastic. Except very, very there wasn't tasty. just hot beef. What else was it? It was, oh, hot, it was ham. hot ham. Hot yeah. ham, and I personally like the hot ham better. That's fine because it's I think it's the best hot and ham. And it's how cheap <laughs> was it? Did you it also was get extremely the split, cheap? You got the split pea soup too, right? I did, and that was great. Mm-hmm. It, and you got the Spanish stew. Yes, I did. And that was really, really good. Too. My yeah. favorite so, thing is that they're cooking right. out of crock pots in the back, which was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, regardless, it's uh, it's a wonderful, that whole area, because Ray's is pretty close to Carson Park, which is pretty close to campus. So we would go up there mm. quite a bit. And when you look at the facade of Carson Park, it reminds you of that old time stadium, like the 20s. And well, the it 30s. is an old time stadium. Is, it yeah. opened in 1935. Yeah. And who played there? Among many others, Hank Aaron. Isn't that amazing? Hank Aaron played there. He Um, played for the Eau Claire Bears before he got into the major leagues. And they dedicated a statue of him uh, in 1994. And he was there for it, for the unveiling. Really? So Mm -hmm. so I was was going to school there when they built that first pavilion in right field. And then that was like the first introduction of the, you know, this is where you can... All you can eat, drink, and eat. So they've expanded, stuff. but they've really kept the old aesthetic too. Yeah, the yeah. original piece yeah. is That's still cool. there in yeah. full force, and it will always be there because of the brick and mm-hmm. yeah, everything. That- That's great. Yeah, it's very, very nice. So it's a wonderful place to watch a game. It's catching Eau Claire Express game. Now we'll move to Fond du Lac, a newer team, and they're play. They play in Fond du Lac at Her Baker Field, Herr Baker Field, H E R R. Not sure how to pronounce that. The German way would be Herr. So, but the uh, Marion College Athletics groups have played there for a while, and they say it's the finest Division Three college athletic facility in the nation, or one of them. Mm. And it's and it is a pretty good one. So the Doc Spiders, when they ex- when they became an expansion franchise in the Northwoods League, they began playing there in 2017, and they get high remar- high reviews for their for their ballpark, and they've had more than a few players end up in the majors since then. Mm. They started off hot. I think, yeah, like they really that. did. So, um, and then the Green Bay Rockers play. They were the Green Bay Booyah before. Yeah. 
Oh, that's right. All these yeah. Mascots. When did they change names? Uh, about three, two, three years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they play at Capital Credit Union Park, which is not far from Lambeau. It's right off Holmgren Way. And it's right by the Titletown District. It's technically in Ashwaubenon. Uh, so the capacity is just under 3,400. They have some homages to Lambeau Field inside that park. And a ton of great activities because so many of the things you can do and see at Lambeau, they have the resources to be able to bring it to to the game experience there in Green mm. Bay. So that's pretty sweet. And probably just fun to be in the Green Bay area where it's just a big sports town in general because of the Packers. And- yeah, and all of the things that you can do afterwards at Lambeau mm-hmm. you know, within the Titletown District or going to like Badger State Brewing or something like that or Hinterland, they're right by the Rockers Stadium too. And so it's, it's a very fun area to go and, and watch a game. Over to Lacrosse, right off the banks of the Mississippi, the Lacrosse Loggers play at Copeland Park. Well, it's actually on the on the banks of the Black River. Oh, that's river. right. It is the Black River. It's on the river bank. It is on but the yeah, river it is bank. the Black River as it goes that to the Mississippi. That sounds cool. So it's uh, so you're in Copeland Park, and then it is um, then then there's the Black River, and then there's uh, is it Veterans Memorial Park, and then it's and then you go across that portion of the river, and then it's like all of the great dining, like fins and... Yeah, it's the know. southern part of French Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really a, a cool area. Then the Mississippi's on the other side of that, right? Yeah. Uh, but they also call it the Lumberyard. They do call it the Lumberyard. Which fits with their mascot, which is the Lumberjack. Uh-huh. So they have Howie's Hometown Hangout Party Deck. So this is another one that's in the right field corner. Um, it's an all-you-can-eat ballpark, and then they give you certain drinks and whatnot. But one of their all-you-can-eat options is Topper's Pizza. Oh, I thought this was going to be the one that you were talking about earlier, the boating one. Oh, no. That's in <laughs> that's Wisconsin coming Rapids. Up? Is that coming up? That's in Wisconsin Rapids, <laughs> okay. yeah. But La Crosse, I mean, the, on your, as you're making your way to downtown La Crosse, which is just one of the best downtowns in all of Wisconsin. I just love La Crosse. Um, mm. it, it's, it's, you can't miss it. You're going to drive right by it. It's a fun venue. I mean, it's, it, it's an older stadium, I believe. And, um, and being right next to the river and on your, making your way downtown, it's a must stop. Um, well, it's right on US fans. 53. It can't, I mean, if you're driving into downtown lacrosse from the north, that's the road you get on, right? right. So, right. Uh-huh. And so, your, your hometown of uh, Kenosha, my dad's hometown, yeah. And I already gave the whole spiel about my Discover Wisconsin experience there, but they do play at Historic Simmons Field, which dates back to 1920. It was opened by the Simmons Mattress Company, and the team that originally played there were the Simmons Bedmakers. So is Simmons a Wisconsin company? I, th- I don't know if they still are. They may have been bought and stuff since, but I mean, the companies certainly had an impact on the city. I mean, Simmons Island is where the lighthouse is and everything. I'm surprised Susan didn't use that in the Wisconsin Jeopardy that, that um, got us all. Yeah, I am surprised. That, That's a tough one. That would be a good one. Um yeah, and the ballpark dates back again to 1920. They rebuilt the stands in 1930 after a fire. And uh, they the company actually sold the field to Kenosha, and they made it available for use in 1947 for the city's women's professional baseball team, the Kenosha Comets, in 1948. They were part of that uh, league that was made famous in a league of their own. 
mm. a movie from 1992. But that so. wasn't filmed there, though, right? Uh, I don't believe so. Okay. Uh, although they certainly could have, because it would have been some old school stuff. Uh, but the team did play at Simmons Field uh, from 1948 until their final season in 51. They had other. Uh, they had a semi-pro football team, the Kenosha Pirates, play there in the 50s and 60s. The Kenosha Twins were a single A minor league affiliate of the Minnesota Twins for a while. They played there from 1984 until 92. That team moved to Fort Wayne then. And then the Kenosha Kingfish with the Northwoods League expanded into Kenosha in 2014. And those games have been very busy ever since. And that's right along Highway 32 Sheridan Road on the south side of the city. A phenomenally historic place to watch a game. And it's mm. called Kenosha's number one summer destination. Ooh, I did not see that, but I believe it. The the uh, baseball stadium is? Mm -hmm. Really? For a Kingfish game? Yeah. It's, it's a great, great mm. time. That's so fun. If we want to go up the lake shore and literally uh, on the lake. There he is. The Lake Shore Chinooks. <laughs> Knew what would happen. Right? They play in Mequon and they kind of cover the northern Milwaukee market. And they play at Capco Park, huge, huge sponsor of the Chinooks. And they had a partnership with Concordia University there in Mequon, which is on this gorgeous bluff above Lake Michigan. And when you're standing at that bluff, you can see downtown Milwaukee down the way. And then it's just it's just a stellar view to the north, too. So the good news is you have a beautiful view of the lake and the refreshing Lake Michigan air for a baseball game. The bad news is sometimes it gets cold and foggy I was by say, the lake. Yeah, the weather may not always be the best. So that's a you bring your jacket to Capco Park more often than others. But it's a beautiful ballpark. It opened in 2012. Its capacity is 2020. And they have a lot of great, you know, food specials and everything. Capco does a really great job supporting it, as does Concordia. And the State Summer Baseball Tournament apparently is there. Huh? And they they do have um, a lot of famous baseball People come in. Oh, well, I guess Wisconsin famous athletes. And, mm -hmm. and well, I know Robin Yount's been there many times. Well, he's part, he was part, part owner, owner, yeah. Um, like he and Bob Euchre. So that connection to like uh, the old brewers, like uh -huh. it, it's not uncommon to see old brewers showing up or having a, um, you know, I, they had it listed as notable folks like Sam Decker being in a game, thrown mm -hmm. on the first pitch, something like that. So their connection to, um, other Wisconsin sports teams um, draws in bigger names. Mm. Yeah, they do a really good job with those promotions. And Madison does the same thing. The Mallards play in uh, the Duck Pond at Warner Park. Yep, on the east side of Madison. Uh -huh. So it's just north of the uh, Esquire Club. Uh, Esquire Club. Oh, it's a fantastic little um, little diner. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's a good fish fry place. I okay. Mean, I, I've, I've had that there, the Esquire Club. But Okay. Um, and up a little bit from, like, what is it, uh, Maple Bluff Country Club? You're familiar with Yeah, that? it's just north of there. Mm, I've not been. Uh, it's it's right on Northport Avenue, which is Highway 113. And it's, it's a fantastic place to watch a game. The stadium was actually originally built in 1982. The Mallards started there in 2001, but they've done a ton of improvements, new grandstands. The VIP deck behind home plate is cool, but the area in the outfield is fantastic. When I when I worked for some Madison radio stations, we had promotions out there. The Duck Blind? Oh, the Duck Blind, yes. Now, this is something that's wildly different than all the other ones that we talked about. That Yeah, this right, is a unique feature. Yeah, the, the right field, um, like hospitality area, party mm, area, yeah. is kind of a, a thing that is that is going up in a lot of different parks because... You know, right field is right field, and that's going to be a spot where people are going to try to maximize some revenue. Um, so they'll build something like that because most people are going to buy tickets in left field or center field and want to be behind um, the bases and the grandstands. 
well, the duck blind is built and it is, it's a party mm-hmm. and it's all you can eat and all you can drink where most places will just give you a couple of, they'll, they'll allow the eating, but it's the drinks that they'll limit. Um, not, yeah, not it the is kind of wild. The duck blind, I mean, it is a, a good time <laughs> out there. And yeah, there's there's multiple uh, like levels where you can watch the game out there, and but then you can hang back mm-hmm. and enjoy the you know the food and the unlimited drinks and everything. And uh, it's it's really really a phenomenal place. And outfield again, such a rare use of it, and super affordable. I mean, they yeah. make it's like for all you can eat and all you can drink, it's. It's very cheap. Now, there are two more teams in the Northwoods League playing at two more venues, and they're both kind of in central Wisconsin. The Wausau Woodchucks, mm-hmm. uh, historic athletic stadium, which is a block off of the Wisconsin River just north of downtown Wausau. Yeah, that place looks like it's, I mean... It's been around a while. 20s, 30s kind of thing? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it was... Um, oh, we, we talked about this... One of the last times, I think it was the early 1920s that it was. Wow! That it was and it's got the it's it's like the same facade as what you see at Carson Park, but it, it is, is like, very similar. Yeah, it, it's it's got that um, uh, corner entrance. You know, like it, you can just tell it's an old stadium and whatnot. And but they have done a really good job. They've also added, much like Carson Park has done, they've added um, areas where people can have some fun after the games. They do mm. a phenomenal job with families and kids. The kids can run around the bases and get the autographs from the players and have some fun like um we've known plenty of families that have gone up there you know johnny's gone up there for a game and with his cousins and had an absolute blast and came back and said he wanted to go up to a woodchucks game and you know wanted us to drive from madison to do it so gotta get the kids involved they're (laughs) Mm -hmm. the ones who are Mm -hmm. spending the parents money yeah it's it's a really cool old venue like um baseball historians whatnot the the folks that love old baseball classics uh uh, athletic stadium is a good one to go to that is cool it really is and uh a newer team but an older field in wisconsin rapids with the rafters Mm. Mm -hmm. i can't stand their mascot though the rat (laughs) gives you the some of them are just really weird tracks tricks and tracks from carson park though maybe maybe that mascot's supposed to scare opposing players right i hope i will say that yeah i mean it (laughs) it is a good a rat is a good mascot it's just uh, i don't know some of them are just they crack me up (laughs) but anyway wisconsin rapids rap i can't say that i'm not even gonna try wisconsin rapids rafters i can't say that (laughs) i tried earlier wisconsin rapids rafters it's very difficult for me oh there it is built 1928 another historic baseball diamond this one has the beams in the grandstand you know so it's like (laughs) it reminds me of um winter field is the name of it yeah yeah yeah. um it reminds me of uh, the stadiums that you'd see in bull durham Mm -hmm. when they were filming just kind of that old uber old school Yeah. yeah Yeah, just a a fun stadium. This is this is I found fun. Sixteen hundred seat capacity or just under. It's like fifteen eighty something. And they list unobstructed view seats is at one thousand four hundred and sixty seven. So you know those beams do obstruct <laughs> in some of the seats. So almost about eight percent of the seats have obstructed views. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you really want, you can go to the uh, Point Craft River which is another all-inclusive portion of the ballpark. And this is what Anna was talking about. They have um, a food buffet and drinks. But if you get a seat at the bar, they have this little bar river that you can order a drink and they'll put... They'll put your drink in a raft and it floats down the river. Come on, over that is hand. so cool. <laughs> really? That is like the sushi carts. Like yeah. when you go to those rotating sushi places, yeah. but, the, but by waterway. 
Yeah, yeah. Something, something. Yeah. I wow. That. that I did not know about that, and now I really want to go just to experience to yeah. that. A little bit of uniqueness at every ballpark. I'm sure like we can that. find something that's unique about every single one, but they're all pretty special if you're yeah. a baseball fan. I imagine you have to get there pretty early to get a seat at the bar, though, right? Well, have to Gotta do that. find out. Jeez, it'd be nice to do that for the show. Oh, maybe. Oh. Maybe we'll do a cabin episode there. That would be kind of fun. On my notes. The cabin hits the diamonds. I like yeah. it. That'd be fun. Oh, I'm down. All right. Well, that's a very good, solid, full discussion of the ballparks around Wisconsin. So hope you get a chance to experience some, maybe all of them. Be a good road trip to. Can I um, end as we up. began, just with one last joke? Sure. What did the baseball glove? What I can't talk. What did the baseball glove say to the ball? Hmm. Catch you later. Oh, <laughs> Sign it off. Anna. Anyway, just you know, it's a nice opener, a little beginning end. Oh, boy. All right. Thank you, Logan. We got it. Third time's the charm. First try on that one. See? Well done. And now that you're in the mood to go to a ball game, I should remind you the cabin is brought to you by Best Western Hotels with 40-plus hotels across the state of Wisconsin, including nine in the Northwest region. We'll start with an Eau Claire Hotel, which is right by Carson Park. Best Western Eau Claire South in Eau Claire, which has a newly renovated on-site bar. Plenty of nearby restaurants. Country Fest, of course, is going to be happening around there. The Blue Ox Music Festival and more. That would qualify for a hidden gem, I would say. You also have the Best Western Plus Eau Claire Conference Center, which has an indoor pool, on-site pub. Great meeting facilities for up to 300 people. The Chippewa River Trail is right behind it, and you have great access not only to ball games. In Eau Claire, downtown Eau Claire, but the Chippewa River Trail, which takes you all over the place. Also in that part of the state, you've got the Best Western Inn and Rice Lake with all the wonderful fishing, snowmobiling, skiing, boating, the Blue Hills just across the river, Turtleback Golf Course, a great place to play, and a hot tub right there in the hotel. The Best Western Northwoods Lodge in Siren, which has a phenomenal lodge feel inside the lobby, indoor pool, whirlpool, great wildlife sanctuary nearby, and all the fun that's to be had. In Siren, you go up to Superior, you've got the Best Western Bridgeview Hotel right at the foot of the Blatnick Bridge, the big bridge to Duluth, and that is just perfectly located for all the activities you might want to do in Superior and Duluth. They have an indoor heated pool, too. Over in Spooner, gosh, I've stayed at this one a lot, the Spooner River Place Best Western, 24-hour pool, they're right on the Wild River Trail, perfect for ATVing, UTVing, and other recreation. Great walk to downtown. It's only two blocks. You've got that wonderful new brewery that's in there. Phenomenal place to stay in Spooner, right on Highway 70, right by US 63. The Best Western Plus in Hudson, right along I-94, gives you great access to the scenic St. Croix Valley. Everything there is to do in Hudson. They have an indoor pool and plenty of outdoor spaces there as well. Moving over to Menominee, where a bonus episode on that city is coming up. You've got the Best Western Plus Menominee Inn and Suites. Indoor pool, whirlpool, they're pet friendly. Right off of I-94 and US-12. Plenty of access to golf, disc golf, Woodwind Park, the Tainter Theater, UW Stout, and everything there is to check out and enjoy, including three craft breweries in Menominee. And last but certainly not least, the Best Western, the Hotel Shawamigan in Ashland, which is a classic hotel. It dates back to the 1800s. Victorian charm. It's a big, white, beautiful hotel with modern amenities right on the waters of Lake Superior. You can overlook the Shawamigan Bay from the outdoor seasonal seating. Terrific access to the water right there. The Apostle Islands nearby. 
Bayfield area and more. Big Top Chautauqua, Northland College, the beautiful murals of Ashland, South Shore Brewery, and so much more. Plenty of hidden gems, too. There's wonderful waterfalls nearby, especially Copper Falls State Park just to the south, and the Lake Superior Ice Caves in season. So plenty to do and see in the northwestern part of Wisconsin, and Best Western offers so many wonderful options for staying overnight Maybe multiple nights, right? There you go. BestWesternWisconsin.com. You can find out more. And the cabin is also brought to you by Jefferson County, which is located right between Milwaukee and Madison along the I-94 corridor, which they're starting to call the Madwaukee Corridor. <laughs> and it boasts over 130 miles of paddle trails on eight different rivers and streams, providing tons of opportunities for paddlers of all levels. You can take in lunch or dinner at one of many restaurants, bars, and pubs that are along the way on the roads and by the water, too basically a huge county for recreation it's a hub of bicycle manufacturing and the home of trek bicycle just outside waterloo jefferson county has more than 60 miles of paved and gravel bike paths they're a must see to check out including that glacial drumlin which cuts right across the county east west essentially connecting milwaukee and madison along that madwaukee corridor you can also check out winter fun i know it's spring now but it's still great for winter fun don't forget that there's 225 miles of snowmobile trails 14 miles of groomed cross-country ski trails, ice fishing tournaments, and the famous Knickerbocker Ice Festival in Lake Mills. It's a wonderful place for fishing, over 13,000 acres of lakes, lots of great, wonderful streams, too. And if you like taking your dog places, there are so many wonderful places to bring your dog in Jefferson County, including one of the state's largest and most celebrated dog parks, which is a must-see just off Highway 26 near Jefferson. Plenty of great things to do and see. Also in Jefferson, you got to try Wadle's Burger Stand. They're opening for the season. Smallest burger stand in the country, but wonderful burgers on a cast iron skillet. Oh, I had to get Josh out of the studio for this one so we wouldn't talk about it for 20 minutes. Also, check out a lot of fun in Fort Atkinson and Johnson Creek and all the other wonderful towns in Jefferson County. And don't forget, just outside Fort Atkinson, a show and dinner, dinner and a show at the world-famous Fireside Theater. We have a Discover Wisconsin episode on Jefferson County you should check out online on YouTube, Roku, any of the online channels, and on the Discover Wisconsin app. And you can find out a lot more about everything there is to do, see, and enjoy in Jefferson County. Just go to enjoyjeffersoncounty.com. And as we get ready to wind things down, a message here from the All of Us Research Program, Insulin, Penicillin, the Heart Transplant. All of these medical breakthroughs were thanks to research. Research made possible with the help of volunteers. And that's where you come in. The All of Us Research Program is asking for people from across the U.S. to share their unique health information. Because the more data researchers have, the faster they can find the next health breakthrough. But there can be no breakthroughs without research. And there's no research without you. Details at joinallofus.org slash discoverwi. And hey, I also get to read the credits this time. Today's episode of The Cabin was hosted and produced by me, Eric Paulson, and Annalise Beckman, with frequent guest in sports and pizza extraordinaire Josh Osterman, audio engineering and video teasers by Logan Ingram, with social media by Adeline Savinak. The Cabin is a production brought to you by Discover Media Works. To learn more, head to discovermediaworks.com, and don't forget to leave us a review.